0: What's up, everybody? Joe Sib here, sitting across from a co-host. And Naya Welcome to Rad Parenting. We'll let you guys know that uh, any uh, questions, any ideas you have concerning any of the shows, you can always email us at radparenting at gmail.com. Also, a little bit later on in the show, Naya's got a special... Like I guess it's not an offer, but it's a special thank you to all of the Rad Parenting community for listening to us. She's going to basically set up a time where you can get a 30-minute free phone call consultation with her. That's going to be pretty amazing, so we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But right now, we're going to do a show revisiting a topic that we spoke about I don't know when it was, but we did a show on that was very popular. I feel
1: like it was in our first year. It
0: was super popular. Yeah. And it was early on, and the name of the show was called United Front. And the show basically talked about how both parents, both partners need to be a united front in front of their children. And as Aenea says, you're on stage, and the kids are watching you, and they're judging you, and they could pick up on every single moment. Every single uh, vibe between you and your partner. So, we basically did a whole whole show on basically how you need to be united front or you're going to, or it's going to be tough. I was going to say, or you're going to lose, but I'll say (laughs) it's going to be a tough battle.
1: Yeah. And the older they get, the more challenging it is, right? Because by the time they're adolescents, forget about it. If they see a little bit of wiggle room in there, even my 10 year old, I, I see it happen. Like if her dad and I, who, here's a nice little parlay into the show uh, who are in the midst of getting a divorce. So we're not under the same roof anymore, blah, blah, blah. Even then, and we're going to talk about in that context, being a United front today um, when we can be united and she doesn't see the wiggle room of like playing one against the other, her response is way, way better.
0: Yeah. And and so basically you basically kind of let the cat out of the bag of what the show is because uh, we've had people Reach out to us. Hey, love the show on United Front, um, but check it out. Uh, my partner and I went through a divorce. We're now currently uh, dating or in, involved in another relationship, yeah. or even some people have gotten married, married. Yeah. and they're like, hey, check it out. Love the United Front uh, episode, but how do you bring in the United Front when we have a new person in the home, a new partner, a stepdad, a stepmom? Yeah. That's today's show, how you can incorporate Uh, Being United Front with your new partner and the new journey that you're both taking on. And it's also a bit of a review episode for the people that are still stuck. I mean, still together with the partner. (laughs) (laughs) Show. (laughs) Oh! Still sticking it out. Still sticking it out. Come on now. Uh, Hey, as we always say, is the expert. I am not. Uh, So I can say those things. With that said, though... um, it is, it, you know, because I think about even uh, when my parents got separated, they never remarried, but there was always someone that they were dating or something like that. And, uh, you know, it definitely never was took upon them that that person was now a part of the family, probably mm-hmm. because they never remarried. Yeah. But for, for the listeners right now that have remarried, and for the listeners right now that are like, hey, you know what, the person that, uh, that I am with now, they're a part of our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son or daughter uh, looks to them for for advice, looks to them for parenting, looks to them for being a part of this household. How do both uh, parents step and um, you know, I get what is it called if you're like the real parent,
1: like the original. Let's just call them original because I didn't want the, the OG. The OG could even be that you adopted your children and then you, you subsequently go. got divorced. So, so the original parent.
0: So it's the original parent with the step parent. Now they're united front, right?
1: And also, and also, just to add the other layer, remember, and I, it's also the two original parents continuing to be a united front even when they are no longer married or under the same roof. Absolutely. And then, additionally, now new partners that come into the mixed contributing adding to being part of that united front
0: yeah it's like your family's a band and uh you basically mom and dad i always say are like the like lead guitar player and singer so now you're just you're just like maybe changing out singers and putting in a new vocalist and maybe adding in (laughs) a new guitar player but it's still the original band that every once in a while has to jam together they're like hey man do you want to come back and jam those songs with us? And you still want to be on the same page as the original band. Did that confuse right. anyone? I hope I didn't. Anea, <laughs> take it. Take, take, take us through the steps of how the step-parent and the original parent can make the easy transition to being a united front for their son or daughter living under the same okay, roof.
1: Okay, so before before we get to this, like, because this is not cut and dry. So let me just call that out first of all. There's lots of, uh, you know, human beings are complex. A, a relationship and familial dynamic becomes more complex the more people that are involved. You know, it's it's more complex to have four kids than it is to have two. It's more complex to have four parents than it is to have two, right? It's, Absolutely. It's all part of that. Absolutely,
0: and a lot of people, a lot of people have the scenarios you just described.
1: Exactly. So um, the first thing I want to just sort of put out there is, I think it's important. The through line is going to be, and I think this is where we go off the mark and we get into trouble, is when the adults in the situation get really caught up in their own big feelings, which you are entitled to have, um, and their egos, which we all have, and they they forget that it is, it is our job as adults to keep those egos in check, to have the big feelings, but to express them in forums that are appropriate, meaning with your partner. Behind a closed door with a therapist, with a friend that you can, you know, uh, that you can dump, you can download, whatever. Uh, because we need to do that, those feelings need a place to go. But when it comes to steering the ship or piloting the plane, and I think Joe, when we did the United Front uh episode, one of your analogies was like, What if you could hear like the pilot and the co pilot like bickering in the cockpit? You would just be like, uh, let me off right freaking now, yeah. right? Because that would really be unsettling. And so that's a great
0: analogy. I hope I came up with that. I, I'm I, pretty sure you did. I'm going to take full credit for that because that's a great analogy. <laughs>
1: it is. Yeah. It, is. And it, it immediately kind no of gives no different a sense. That,
0: yeah, and you can and and we all know that when we're bickering in front of our kids, uh, the, the kids look at us like, all right, so what's going? Wh- which direction are we taking? That's this? That's right.
1: That's right and and by no means are we saying you know always you know put on a happy face and 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 give your kids the false sense that a healthy relationship means you never have differences of opinion no. but we're talking about those intense supercharged conversations supercharged with ego supercharged with emotion usually those two have a lot to do with each other
0: and if we're talking about divorce let's be real that the that you know Chances are, unless you're like the best parents out there, that you didn't come to the realization, hey, you know what? We're not going to live underneath a roof anymore without uh, showing and having examples in front of your kids where it wasn't working. So now all of a sudden, this episode is basically like the dust has settled. We've definitely stressed that you need to uh, both parents, OG parents have to have to stay uh, connected, united front. Yeah we even did a show on that too, I think. A we did and front. I wanna
1: recap that. Yeah. I do want to recap that. So, so what do you want to start, with that, that? start with that before the break? So you're
0: let's just say this, you're divorced. And everyone's gone. You're separated. You're separated. separated, Even if the
1: divorce isn't final. You're living in separate, under separate roofs, but you still need to parent these children that you have in common.
0: There's two different worlds, but every once in a while, they're going to have to come together. How can you still maintain as a separated or divorced family, just that united front again?
1: Yeah. Okay. So- To just I want to acknowledge the very important point that you just sort of dropped on the table, and that is chances are if you are divorced, there have been a certain number of significant differences that have caused you to be there. Value differences, you know, behavioral differences. It doesn't even matter.
0: You've both have made an adult decision. Hey, this isn't working anymore, and it's not it's not good for anybody involved. But check it out. We made these two or three or Or one amazing people. Yep. My dad always says that to me. Hey, you know what? Didn't like, you know, he doesn't say didn't like being married to your mom, but he says, Hey, I never regret your mother and I being married because out of it came your sister and you. He's always made that abundantly clear. So that's what we're talking about. Exactly.
1: So that is the thing that I want to just say it is absolutely essential, whatever you need to do to keep that as your sort of true north. Your obligation, and it is an obligation, to continue to parent. That child in a way that is in their the, their best interest, that is going to best serve the possibility of them reaching their highest, their fullest potential, remains your job. Got it. And if there are two parents that exist, then both parents need to be working together always with that end that that end goal. Um, of course, there could be a, because you're divorced. It it's, chances are you have differences, but it's really in you working through whatever those differences are privately and then it, the presentation to the kids is still always as a united front not talking smack about each other because i, I though for those of you who don't know that remember that your children they understand consciously or subconsciously you know well i'm part of my dad. My dad is part of me. And so if you are saying all that stuff about my dad, is that also not true about me? Or if you're saying all those things about my mom, is that somehow not also true of me? It also creates this incredibly like just overwhelming burden on, regardless of the child's age. Because, I mean, folks, I have a 22-year-old and a 10-year-old. And as I'm moving through this divorce, although my 22-year-old is handling it in a different way and more gracefully and is able to understand some of the adult complexities, it still weighs on her to be sort of in the in the middle, like, you know, having two different relationships with two people that are now not under the same roof, right? So it's really important that any communication with the kids is, we love you, we are still a family no matter what, because you are, that is a fact. And trying to work through those differences about how something should be handled with your children, like offline, meaning off off their radar, phone conversations, meet for coffee, whatever. And the things that are most difficult, I would honestly say, get a third party to help you. If you're really stuck and it's going to mean that you're going to be bringing this supercharged emotional baggage to your interactions with your kids or to your house whenever they're with you, those things are detrimental. So whatever you need to do to do your adult work, to get to a place where you and your former partner, the other, the co-parent, you and the co-parent can say, we've decided that. That even applies to two different households. I would highly recommend that you try to get your households as much in alignment as possible. So if, for example, like in my house, there is limitations on screen time, an hour a day on weekdays and two hours a day on the weekend. If she went over to her dad's and had a completely different set of expectations, that would be confusing for her. That would undermine the fact that it is a valid and important part of her everyday experience that she has these limitations at my house. She is with me most of the time, but those things are really, really important. And so even if you have this strong feeling of like, that's ridiculous, I would encourage you to try to find a middle ground where ideally both of you are stretching a little bit, right? So in my case, this is, I'm just making this up. But if my co-parent, if her dad, would it be like, okay, I think you're a little overboard on the uh, limitations on screen time. Like she's always been a gamer, blah, blah, blah. Um, how about, you know, one hour a day for school days, but on the weekends, if whenever she's, you know, at my place or your place, she gets unlimited screen time. And I might be like, okay, let's take it back to three hours, and then there we have a compromise. It's not full on no limitations, but it's also not like the rigidity that I might have that he might perceive that I have. So whenever you can compromise, because as I was started to, as I started to say, the energy of a child going from one house to another and being like, I'm really glad I get to do this, but I know that if mom knew this, she'd be freaking out, or vice versa, they carry that. That they're running that anxiety, and that is not in the best interest of their well-being.
0: Makes one hundred percent sense. Sorry, that's wow. okay. Yeah, no percent sense. Yeah, yeah. So, no. so
1: I think just I'm I'm giving that example, but my point is, whatever the issue, do the work as adults to make make sure that you can still get onto the same you can get on the same page in terms of your parenting decisions and rules and regulations and all that. Yeah,
0: because as we know when par- when kids are going from one house to another and there are you know, a lot of parents you know, they do three days here, three days there the confusion of everything you're saying whether it's screen time, whether it's you know, the amount of time you can watch TV, watch mm-hmm. shows stuff like that. I could see that if it was because it's always that classic, well dad's house I can do whatever I want, it sucks to live with you and, you know, yeah. and then you, know, you see that tug of war all the time between parents where what you're saying right now if there is a united front and I also Love what you said. That was such a great, uh, such a great idea. That if there are big, heavy topics that all of us can go through in a divorce, have that third party there or someone that the the two of you trust, like having that that voice of reason. Because as we know, you didn't get to divorce because you're super stoked on each right. other. And when you're not stoked on each other, it can be a bummer really, really quick. And then those 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 small uh, arguments can turn into huge. Uh, knock down, you know, brawls. And the last thing you want to do is have those in front of your two kids. And I, I can't stress enough how right you are about speaking about the other partner when they're not there in a positive way. Because I grew up, you know, in the 80s and, and divorce was just, <laughs> everyone was divorced. You know, yeah. if you weren't div- in a divorced family, it was strange. Yeah. And I do remember some parents, you know, the kids that had the, the moms or the dads that spoke negatively about yeah. the other parent, it did weigh on them. Right. You know, and it and it, and it did cause damage that I don't think people knew that it caused. No, exactly.
1: Because you're like, why, wow, man, my mom, yeah,
0: like my mom really hates my dad. Well, that's a trip. I look exactly like my dad. You know, it's like, yes.
1: you know, like. No, 100%. And I really think that that's why it was almost like we were just figuring divorce out then. And we didn't know how deeply impactful it could be, how damaging it could be um, to have that kind of negativity swirling around our kids. And the other thing I'll say just before we go to break is just remember, like even with teenagers who we sort of think, Oh, they just want like the more freedom, the better we know all, all the research suggests. And I've spent a ton of time with adolescents from all over the world. They want their sense of safety and their ability to like get to know themselves and have new experiences in the world is actually supported by knowing that there's this well-structured base that they always come back to. So whether it's moms or it's dads, that united front of in, no, ma- if I'm, w- no matter which house I'm in, I know that I'm held with a set of expectations. Um, even if it sometimes feel like it's gonna, you know, it's gonna rob or li- or limit me, I would rather have that than have it be a free for all where I'm wandering around at night, coming home at two in the morning, and nobody knows the difference anyway. That's is not it's not a, it's not a good feeling, and it's not healthy
0: developmentally. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, more rad parenting with Anaya and Joe Sipp. Mm-hmm. Rad Parenting, Joseph here, hanging out. We're talking about being United Front, um, doing a little bit of review about being United Front, uh, just as a family that is still together, the original parents uh, from the beginning until now. And then now we're talking about, hey, you just went through a divorce and you still need to keep both households uh, in a United Front mode. Now we're going to throw in uh, the whole idea that uh, one of the parents, or both of the parents, have now began dating or in a relationship, and it's not just a relationship that's kind of just you know on the side. This is like someone now that's at the house, someone that's a part of the family, someone that's also part of the parenting. That's hands down. It's yes. it's your, your partner and you have split, but now you have another person involved. How can you still maintain this united front mm-hmm. uh, or the concept of it? Before we jump into that, though, really, really quick, Anea is going to tell you about an offer hmm. that we are giving all of the Rad Parenting community, and it is... So what, what we're going to do
1: is I am going to offer a 30-minute free... <laughs> Parenting phone consultation with me, um, and sort of not as a, me as it not <laughs> me sort of as a thank you. So I know that we give you lots of guidance and advice, and I, I love getting the emails with sort of like additional questions that usually you know form the germs of ideas for for new shows. But I do have parents that'll say, what would it cost to do a full a phone consultation with you? And usually I do like, usually an hour with me on the phone even is $150. So this is a free 30-minute phone consultation about some parenting issue you're having. And all you have to do to enter to win that is text the word RAD to 474747. So text the word RAD to 474747. You will be uh, entered to win... Uh, the 30 minute phone consultation with me, we will set it up at your convenience and my convenience, but it'll be in the relatively near future. I think we're going to make sure that, uh, we do this by November 1st. Um, so I'd love to hear from you. That's
0: soon. Yeah. That's like right around the corner. Oh, yeah, I
1: think so. yeah. So you want to act quickly. So I think this show is going to air what this, the next two weeks. Uh,
0: it'll be yeah. You'll basically have a week to hit back, Anea so that you can uh, do this right after Halloween.
1: Awesome. So do it quick. When you hear this, just get it done. Um, get your name in. We're going to draw a name November first, and uh, and then you'll hear from us.
0: Once again, text the word RAD R A D to forty seven forty seven forty seven. All right, back to United Front. Uh, I set it up as uh, like just a few seconds ago. So. Now Divor- let's
1: add in the additional- Yeah,
0: now let's add in that uh, mom or dad uh, it has got a new partner, yeah. and now they're part of the United Front th- theory. Yeah. Uh, tie it all together for us.
1: Okay. So the very first thing I'm going to say about this is parenting is an enormous responsibility. I know all of you know that I feel like it is an obligation that we have to fulfill that responsibility we took on when we either decided to have a baby or adopted a child and that doesn't that doesn't go away. So even in the choosing of your next partner and I would argue even in the like even when you're choosing who you're dating if you're planning to bring them around your children you need to do so with your parenting hat and your children in mind. So who, who are you bringing? It's not about like, oh, I just have so much fun with this person, but they're a disaster. And so, you know what? I'm going to keep dating them, but I'm not bringing them around my kids because that doesn't, it, it, it may fulfill something in me, but it doesn't fulfill the, the role that I have in relation to my kids. Um, and that's totally fine. You're an adult. However, the minute that it's like, okay, I really want another partner, or this is getting serious, I think it's important to sort of be looking through the lens of, does this new person fill the the fulfill the qualities that I think are important in a co-parent? Because you are bringing another co-parent into the mix if that adult is going to be spending any amount of time with the kids. And, um, so that's the very first thing. The second thing is if it gets to the point that that person is living under the same roof, um, and if you remarry or whatever, then, um, it's important to, I think, first of all, in terms of setting the tone, this is again, where a lot of ego gets involved. Like, I don't want somebody else telling my kids or, you know, or the kids being like, that's not my mom, that's not my dad, whatever. And I think it's really important to set this tone of like, you know, family is ultimately about. Uh, people who love you, people who accept you unconditionally, people who are committed to your growth, your learning, being your best, fullest, truest self, right? And so if we keep that always, my my sort of rule of thumb, and this is, this is recent, folks, because I'm going, I'm in it, right? Is when I make a decision now about, especially my younger child, my question is, Will this experience, will this person that I'm bringing into her reality, whether it's a romantic situation or it's even my friends, is this a person that is going to enrich her life with love, with light, and with learning? And if the answer is yes to any of those, and ideally all three of them, then I go, oh, well, this is a beautiful thing. This is a wonderful thing. And the, the, the tricky part can be that if it's your co-parent that's bringing somebody in and initially you're like, eh, like who's going to be around my kids? Or if it's been a nasty, you know, or difficult divorce where there's some jealousy, there's ego getting involved. I, I, those feelings are all human. They're, they're natural, but I am going to call you to do the work of moving through those feelings of jealousy and ego and whatever. And, um, and, and ask yourself that question. Is this person that my co-parent is bringing into the picture, is he or she going to bring love, light, and learning into... Joseph is making crazy faces <laughs> and I'm having a really hard time, but if... if no, because
0: I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, I mean, when you just... When I know, I just... When you're... like, That's a pretty big... It is. A, a tall, tall order. That's a tall order.
1: It is a Come tall on. order. Come on. Really? So that... So I got to be... I got
0: to like... I got to go... I mean, the... Right now, if I was listening to the show, I'm just thinking of you know someone that's going through a divorce or someone that already has not they' like so now I gotta go like I gotta bring this person that my partner or that my ex partner is dating or whatever, and I gotta like embrace them as well. What else if that person is just a moron
1: well here's well well how does that work so okay, so now that, that that's a really united
0: good question. front with the moron do we a do a really, show on that That's
1: a really really good question so to me that is That is a side conversation between you and the other original parent, your Mm -hmm. co-parent that is... Hey, I love, you know, just want you to know
0: the person you're dating is a moron.
1: Here, here are my concerns. (laughs) No, really, here are my concerns. And the thing, the thing about a conversation like that is honestly, if you can, if you're at the point of having that conversation, you already have to have taken inventory and said, okay, so I don't really like this guy or I don't really like this, this This woman. woman. Right. Um, why? Mm. is, is her behavior like actually, like, have I heard and do I know for sure that she is saying things? So for me, a button would be, here, I'll just put myself out there again. A button would be if my ex-husband was bringing a woman around my 10-year-old that was, uh, you know, somebody who didn't speak in, a, in an empowering way about other women, who wasn't a supporter of, of other women, who was... You know, just, yeah, like talking smack or showing that she was jealous of other
0: or, women. Or I what remember. about this? What happens if uh, that other woman was like, oh, come on, you can have screen time, honey. You know, right. you're oh, here yeah. at dad's house. Exactly. Oh, well, hey, do you want some gummy bears? Oh, I've already had some. Oh, come on, you can have more. That's right. Hey, you know, um, do you want to get, uh, we're going to hit, you know, I don't know, Taco Bell again. Oh, right. really? My mom really doesn't like me having that kind of fit. Oh, well, you know what? You're with dad. Right. You know, like, what do you right. do then?
1: Right. Okay. So, So, well, that would be, those would be red flags. So if that came back, so, so here's the, so here I'm making the distinction. Okay. So the first thing is if you're just having feelings, like not my favorite person, this wouldn't be my friend, blah, blah, blah. Those are feelings. If you can start to itemize reasons, like okay. specific actions where you're like, okay, there's this and there's this. So this is a sit down conversation with your co-parent, right? The your, original your ex, co-parent. The original co-parent. Um, and if with a third party, if you need to, where you're like, here are my concerns. I am concerned that the rules that you and I have decided are going to be consistent in our household are apparently being compromised by this new party that you've brought in. Right. Or, um, you know, he or she is consistently consuming, Substances or alcohol, yeah. which is changing his or her behavior, and that is making our child feel unsafe. How do I know? Because he or she came and told me Got that it. they felt unsafe. So Got I'm it. talking about actual things that you can itemize that that are the opposite. So of you're, those.
0: what you're saying is you can't be you can't have this conversation because he or she you know wears uh, uh, clothing or drives a car that you, you, or have yeah. those type of things where you be yeah. like I don't like this. You know, I don't like this person because of A, B, and C. Well, those things aren't. But if they're if they're undermining the parenting uh, structure that you've set up yep. with your co-parent or who's original, actually
1: putting your child's well being in danger yeah. or compromising. Well, I think. In some yeah, way, I think
0: we got that part. I'm, yeah. I'm saying you know the more
1: subtle bits. Yeah, the yes. subtle bits.
0: Okay, I want to I want to fast forward before we get out of here. Yeah. Um. To. Let's say everyone is on the same page because okay. I got a feeling that if you're listening to Rad Parenting and you are going through a divorce, you, you know, you, you, you're at you,
1: least making the effort. To you're you making
0: know. the effort and you know your partner and you aren't together anymore and now both of you are dating new people. And it, Do you ever suggest like all four people getting together or all three people getting yes. together and just being yes. like, hey, check it out?
1: And yeah. I can also tell you that I've seen this. Like, I've seen this not just on... So, okay, first of all, let me make a couple of great recommendations. There's a couple of great shows that you can watch on Netflix. One is The Fosters. Another is Switched at Birth. Both of those shows are so well-written in terms of showing complexities of blended families in different forms That is, it's just... They're so beautifully written. It's not like, oh, everything... It's not the Brady Bunch. Everything's always just Ducky. Yeah. It's more like... We hit bumps, we have difficulties with each other's personalities, and we find our way through by communicating with each other and, ins- and assuming good intention and blah 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 yeah. and, and always coming back to love, right? Yeah. Um, so so that that can be a good resource just to see what it looks like. But I'm saying in addition to that, I have on now multiple occasions, seen blended families where the adults who are steering the ship have made a commitment. To manage their own ego and feelings, you know, behind closed doors, with each other, with a therapist, with a third party of some wish in some, some form, but together in terms of those kids, those kids are their first of all, their own personal growth as human beings is a priority. How do I move beyond ego and big emotion? And secondly, the well-being of those children that they are now collectively parenting are of paramount as a, are of paramount importance. And so that's driving all of those moments that become difficult okay and, and and it's always the question you come back to is this choice is the way that we're handling this is the way that we're interacting right now in the best interest of our of our collective children's well-being and if the answer is no go and make adjustments. And I and honestly folks, I don't mean to make it sound like it's not complex, but it really is as simple. Not easy, but it is as simple as making the choice that you are going to grow and show up as the the best version of yourself putting big feelings and ego in their place and acting from a place of love um and and uh, it, for, for these kids.
0: I love it. Man, what a great recap. I feel like we did like three shows within one show right there. Yeah. United Front uh, for the parents and for, for, the, for the partners that are still together from the beginning. Hey, uh, marriage warriors out there. Uh, for the people that have decided, hey, you know what? We're going to go our separate ways, uh, but we're still going to be United Front. And mm-hmm. for, the third, for the third version of, hey, we've gone our separate ways, but now we begun a new relationship. We're underneath a, a roof together, and we're now co-parenting with the co-parent, and we're all Trying to World be zone. a united front at the yeah. same at the same with underneath the new partners. I love that man. A lot of recapping, a lot going on. Yeah. Hey, one more time before we get out of here. Uh, Just want to remind all of you: you have your shot at a thirty-minute phone call consultation with Anaya Bogue. All you got to do is text the word RAD to forty-five.
1: No, forty-seven. 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 Is it, okay. Text
0: the word RAD to forty-seven. Forty-seven. Forty-seven, and you will sit down or get on the phone with Anaya.
1: You'll you'll be entered in. You'll be entered to win a thirty-minute phone
0: call. There you go. You got a shot at that. That ain't no joke because I sit with Aenea every week, so I don't have to enter that contest. I live that contest. All right. (laughs) All right. My (laughs) name is Joe Sib. And Aenea Vogue. And we're out of here. Late. (laughs)